0: I'm grateful for the last two years because it's forced me to investigate more. I was not educating myself to the level I needed to be for a, a lot of years and see things in passing and talk about shit that just doesn't matter. And this podcast has forced me to just be better about that.
1: Welcome to the Oncoming Podcast with B-Pop and Duff. Duff, how you doing, brother?
0: I'm doing all right, my friend. How
1: about yourself? Doing well. <laughs> Feeling way better than last week, man. Food poisoning had me down. Yeah, water booty. Uh, thanks for uh, Adam and Travis covering for me. Shout out to those guys. You guys killed it on that episode.
0: Yeah, I think the sound came out okay, too. I asked our editor about if um, what his thoughts were, and he said that there wasn't a whole lot of bleed over, and sometimes you and I, because of just how small the office is, I, you know, we get some bleed over into our mics and so he has to kind of cut some of that sound out. And he said that it actually surprisingly with three guys in here, he was easy in his words. So
1: nice. Yeah. Travis uh, wasn't popping his peas too much. So that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Did you hear that little line in there? I heard it.
1: That one's for you there, Trav. (laughs) You know, he almost forgot it.
0: (laughs) Well, didn't you have a, didn't you have a message for old B pop himself?
1: Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, uh, we just want to send our special thank you and shout out to all of our first responders, frontline workers, active duty military, and veterans that serve this great country. Without everything you do, we cannot do what we do. So from the bottom of our hearts, we thank all of you for everything that you do, the service you put in, and the sacrifices you make.
0: Absolutely. And we say it every episode, Brett, but if there's anything we can do to help you out or a cause that you're involved with, or again, if you're displaced from your job, from, you know, this Supreme Court knocked it down. But before that, you know, there's a lot of people that were kind of kicked out of different jobs and everything else. So if you need any help, please reach out. We have some resources that we've gathered over the last year and and we'd love to help you out.
1: Absolutely. So with that, you mentioned the Supreme Court. So yeah,
0: there was a, a little bit of a win right there with the
1: Supreme Court voting to strike down President Brandon's unconstitutional vaccine mandates for private businesses, but that was somewhat of a mixed bag because they came back and basically upheld the vaccine mandate for all the uh, healthcare workers that receive federal funding from Medicaid, Medicare, things like that. Hopefully they reverse that because I could see that being a little bit of a slippery slope, but you know what, man, we got to take our wins where we get them.
0: Absolutely, and any win at this point, right? We're going to get into a little bit about what we learned over the past year. But one thing I've learned over the past year is I don't get too comfortable anymore. I don't get comfortable about anything, right? Until pen's to paper and it's actually being enforced or not enforced or mm-hmm. taken away and and totally gone from my life. Like I just don't trust anything at this point. I just I'm sitting back and I'm waiting. I have my opinions about things. I educate myself on things that are bothering me or things that I'm looking into, but I don't take, I don't put great, you know, influence into it, I guess.
1: Right. Well, things
0: change so much, right? So what we want to talk about on this episode
1: though, is what the hell did we learn in 2021? A lot of lessons to be learned, right? You and I had some successes. Shit, man. We published what? 65 episodes in 2021. Yep. Yep. Uh, A couple episodes. I want everybody to go back and listen to. Episode number 50, which is the great what? That's our great reset episode. I've actually resent that to a couple different people lately. And then this is more of an I told you so episode, but I want you to go back and look at our Vax area episode. Um, and I, as we're talking, I'm going to look that up to get the episode number. That was one of our very first episodes, not first episodes, but early on. And there's a lot of information that we dropped in that episode that maybe was speculative at the time that actually came out to be pretty true. One of which being the efficacy of these uh, so-called vaccines.
0: Yeah, we were pretty hot on that one.
1: <laughs> well, there was Convid. There, I, I'm going. I'm, I'm going back here. So we had Convid. We had Vaxisteria. Vaxisteria episode eleven. So we laid it down on that one. So without further ado, Dustin, what uh, what what was one of the number
0: one things you learned in 2021? I'm going to try to spin some of these in a positive light, but. When given the choice, many people will use a pill, take a shot, wear a mask, or do other quick fix measures instead of working to be healthier or to take responsibility for their own success or failures. That's something I just became blatantly apparent. And I on two different fronts. Again, I don't want to I really didn't want to be negative, but I mean, just think about it. There were people that rode out unemployment for ungodly amounts of time and Again, I, everybody go back on some of these episodes, like Brett was saying, if you did that for just $2 more an hour or a dollar more an hour or something like that, you're just a lazy asshole still. I, I'm sorry. I'm just spitting it like it is. <laughs> right. Cause there's a pride, I'd said it on prior episodes. It's a pride thing. My grandfather would be sick right, if he saw how some people acted and how they ran it out and, you know, taking money that you don't need, you know? So you, I just saw some of that, I, but I also saw the reverse. Right. And I also saw people that helped other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had people like Ian Smith fighting the good fight from the very beginning and you see how people came together and to support his gym. He's spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on attorney's fees for these fines and stuff. He was occurring through this COVID shutdown and everything. And when you look his entire business, he can't take money into the business. Right. So everything (laughs) everything is by donation. right? Right. And so, so he can continue to run his business. So I've seen both sides, right. Of that issue. The other issue talking about health, you know, I've, the last two years have been probably the best years of my life in terms of my health. Like I've done some great. I've made some great changes. I've been on diets. I'm trying, I'm right in the middle of 75 hard again for everybody that didn't know, you know, I didn't make it all the way through the last time because I got sick and passed out on NyQuil and missed my second workout, you know, (laughs) but I'm right in the middle of it. I went and ran nine miles today. Like I'm in the best health of my life. So people that took advantage of that also, you should be so proud of yourself because you did the right thing. But on the other hand, we got fat Karen pushing shopping cart out of Costco with 15 things of soda and, and two things, ding dongs and everything else. And they're screaming at me for not wearing a mask. Cause I'm the insensitive one. <laughs> How about, yeah, your eating habits are insensitive to yourself, my, my (laughs) visual, what I see in the world. Well, that goes into
1: my number one. I mean, that what you just said is, is a good segue into mine is, and that is health and daily habits are the most important and working out, drinking less, eating healthy, as healthy as you possibly can. everybody's worried about health, right? We're dealing with a, a virus. People worry about health. Well, why don't you worry about rather than just taking a shot rather than putting on a a face diaper, putting on a face muzzle. Why don't you worry more about, okay, how many miles am I going to walk today? How many miles am I going to run today? How many steps am I going to take? And not just steps around your fucking kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing to improve your physical self and mental self on a daily basis? You know what I mean? You know, I feel like I've, I've always been a pretty healthy person, you know, um, I indulge in the alcoholic beverage, uh, you know, quite a, quite, quite a bit over the last couple of years. But in 21, it was me and my wife both. We kind of take a step back and said, you know what? We're just going to get healthier. And I think that was a good lesson and something good to take from all of that in that you're not just going to be complacent and sit on the couch watching TV, watching doom and gloom all day and, you know, gaining 40, 50 pounds. You know what I mean? If you're worried about getting sick, you're worried about your health, do something about it and stop doing what you just said though, Dustin, and trying to go after that quick fix of a vaccine, of a pill, you know what I mean? Of whatever to just make yourself pretend to be healthy when you're actually not.
0: It's just an entire generation of it, though, man. Like, you think back, I don't want to go all philosophical or anything like that, but when you look back at up, at least my upbringing, you were just ahead of me. So, you weren't that much further than me, but a couple of years. Dude, think about when like the hydroxy cut rage happened. Like, and I tried taking that for a little while. I ain't going to lie, no, it yeah. did nothing for me. We were not educated. Like, we did not have the access to information that people have now. We didn't have educated teachers that could teach us a lot of these habits. I mean, half of my teachers were overweight and, you know, run into the teacher's lounge to get a piece of pizza anytime there was free pizza day. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) it's not like, let's not, it just is what it is, right? So we were all taking pills, but you just kind of look back and see how people are reacting now, and then you can really see where the origins... Came from. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Then we got the pharmaceutical companies when they started their advertising onto TV and buying a, a million spots for fifty different drugs that cause all kinds of different side effects and everything. And now we wonder why there's an epidemic of people that are on SSRIs and painkillers and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. okay, well, I mean, you put two and two together, and it's just. I just shake my head sometimes, man. That's it. Absolutely. So what, what what's your next one? Let's just kind of bounce back and forth. My second one that I wrote down was people will believe without investigation, anything they see on the news networks and social media without taking funding into account or the accuracy of the information provided. Absolutely.
1: I think on that note, So many people would rather regurgitate what Don Lemon says on CNN, what Rachel Maddow says on MSNBC, what Sean Hannity says on Fox. I'm not going to let anybody out the hook on this one. And they take what they hear at face value without diving a little deeper, doing a little bit more research to say, does that really make sense? You know what I mean? And that's how you have all this identity politic bullshit. And on that note, one of mine was, quote unquote, believing in the science has nothing to do with science, but more to do with feelings and perception of doing good. Yeah, I got something along that on my, down my list. Same kind of idea. Mm-hmm. On that note, I want to tell two contrasting stories on the whole believing in the science thing, okay? And this will kind of go into this. Did I tell you about the school teacher in Houston? I think it was Houston, Texas. The, so this school teacher in Texas, everybody out there looking can Google this and, and look up the actual story. Her 13-year-old son got t- tested positive for COVID, okay? Now, she's a school teacher, so she goes to a drive-through testing facility to go get tested because she's trying to be responsible. But before she leaves her house, she makes her son get in the trunk of her car and locks her son in the trunk of her car to go to the testing facility, okay? Now, she's a school teacher. She's in line getting swabbed. The the person doing the, the nose swab hears a pounding on the trunk and asks her, what is that? Well, that's my son. He's tested positive for COVID and I didn't want to catch it. So they make her pull over and they call the cops and they arrest her for child abuse. What's even better on this one, D, is she had a bumper sticker on her car that said, I believe in the science.
0: I've heard that. I I watched the video on this one.
1: Okay. Now, now my, my thing with this is. You believe in the science so much that you're willing to endanger your own child by put locking your child in the trunk of your
0: car like you're fucking Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Seriously? I'm just going to make this statement. I've, I don't want to harp on parents on this episode, but I've said it in the past. If there was a fire coming or, or like a tidal wave coming and you wouldn't grab your child and put it behind you, you shouldn't have that child. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's just the truth, right? Well, if your job for that child is to protect him or her mm-hmm. and raise them to be contributing members of society, whatever that means to our listeners, each listener is every their own, right? right. You want to go be a monk, go be a monk, do, you know, whatever you want to do. Right. But if you would put a kid in a, the trunk, which essentially is the same as me putting a child in front of me as the tidal wave is coming... Or use your child as a human shield, right? Or yeah, these guys that you know hold their kid up in front of them so the cops don't shoot them. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You should not have a child. Give that child. Give that child to somebody that wants it, that needs it, that you know will take care of it, and actually will put that child behind him. My question here is: Would you trust the school teacher teaching your children? No more than the California teacher with a
1: sickle on his chest, right? I'm looking at this this teacher going, okay, if she's willing to do that to her child, what the hell is she willing to do to your child in any circumstance? Contrasting story, okay? Let me contrast the story because they go hand in hand. There's another article that I read of a preschool or a daycare facility director out of California. Now, this is out of a church. Some parent complained uh, about this church daycare facility in California that they weren't forcing two-year-olds to wear face masks. Yeah, I heard that one too. Okay. So the health department goes to the school, does an investigation. They say, okay, well, you know, it's, it's difficult for a two-year-old to put a mask on, but we're going to go ahead and do our best to see if we can't enforce it or, or at least try to help these kids accommodate the face mask, which for anybody listening out there, you know my stance on two-year-olds wearing fucking face masks. It's just not appropriate. So they stripped this lady of her license forever to be able to work with children because she simply did not force a, a class of two-year-olds to wear face masks. Okay. I'm going to venture to say the Houston teach school teacher that locked her son in the trunk of her car is probably back in the classroom already. And yet you have a lady that has common sense to not try to force a two-year-old to wear a face diaper And now she can never work with children ever again, stripped of her license. And because of, I'm assuming because of state laws, that's all going to be reciprocal, meaning she won't be able to go to any other state and get licensed again to work with children because she chose to do the right thing and let two-year-olds breathe fresh air let two- year- olds see people's faces, see each other's faces, learn social cues, learn how to talk, learn how to communicate, but yet she's the evil one. and this crazy fucking lady that locked her kid in the trunk of her car, she's probably back in the classroom already. That is disturbing.
0: Oh well, I've talked about it a hundred times, man. I, that's part of the reason why I left the police department. Going on the positive side of mine though, I just I, I'm grateful for the last two years because it's forced me to investigate more. I was not educating myself to the level I needed to be for a a lot of years and see things in passing and talk about shit that just doesn't matter. And this podcast has forced me to just be better about that, just be better about being educated in a subject or looking further, asking questions, connecting the dots, kind of getting back to my old detective days where you kind of forget shit when you're not doing it for a while. So, you know, just the basic, basic detective stuff. So I think what you're coming at with is more curiosity and
1: more critical thinking skills, right? You hear something, you want to dive a little further into it, you want to say, okay, does this make sense want. or does that make sense? I don't sense? know if it's want. Like, it's it has to need. be a
0: need in certain topics, But that, but it's made me cut out a lot of topics I don't want to fucking hear about anymore. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't want to talk about dumb shit anymore. So if you come to me and you want to talk to me about some, you know, crap like people like celebrities right take that as an example i just don't i have gotten so far away from how much i used to care about sports and celebrities and like what's going on and the hip thing like i just i legitimately don't care i don't care who's playing in the nuggets game tonight i don't care who's what lebron james said this week i i I don't care i don't even watch espn anymore like well i think a lot of that it's it's taken a backseat now
1: to just being entertainment, which is what it always should have been, right? I mean, you know, sports and movies and all that, that's entertainment. And, you know, in all honesty, we should not be taking our political views or, or anything like that from a lot of those people because they're so privileged that they don't understand what a lot of us deal with on a daily basis. You know what I mean? LeBron sits there and talks about all of his social justice stuff, but he hasn't been in a in the same arena not not basketball arena, but in the same arena as other people and how long because of his stature. So, you know, eh, I could care less about those people. One of the things I had here is uh, most people are totally fine and complicit with authoritarian principles. I was talking to a guy yesterday about uh, face masks and my refusal to wear a face mask in an office building. He asked, he's like, what's the big deal? And I said, you know, I have a, a principle – that I don't do shit just to make other people feel good, that has zero effect on the outcome, which is a cloth face mask. And even the CDC has come out and said that they're nothing more than face decorations. You know what I mean? And the response was, oh, come on. We do stuff all the time that we know is nonsense, but we just do it anyway just just to pacify people. And I looked at this particular person and I said, you know, that right there is the problem. You know, and I'm looking at what happened in 2021 and we're talking about things we learned, obviously we'll, we'll spend this on another episode about, you know, projections, but it it really saddens me how so many people just kind of fell in line with, if you don't wear a face mask, you're an evil person. If you don't wear a face mask, you want to kill my grandma. If you don't take the vaccine, you're, you're a Trumper. You, you're an anti-vaxxer. You're a conspiracy theorist. And people failed to realize that these pharmaceutical companies just two years ago were not the most trusted companies out there. Matter of fact, they were the, some of the most hated companies And yet because people were told that safe, free and effective, right? because they were embedded with that fucking that scenario, people just fell in line and said, okay, I'm just gonna do it and I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be a, a happy little sheep and I'm gonna go along and doing that and then they tried to shame other people into doing the same thing. And that right there, and I'm starting to see, and on a positive note on that, I don't know about you, Dustin, but I'm starting to see a lot of those people that, that fell in line with that kind of waking up, and and I don't want to say waking up in a derogatory way, but they're kind of waking up into the respect that they're like, yeah, this isn't working. Something don't seem
0: right. Well, I just made a connection while I was sitting here listening to you. I think if you hear any three-syllable fucking saying at this point, dude, like, just, you should, like, the hairs on the back of your neck should stand up. Think about it. Free, safe effective build back better like think about it, like how they they treat us like we're dumb and if you don't take offense to it now at this point knowing everything that we know about how everything has gone over the past two years then there's no helping you at this point right. if you hear these stupid three syllable things three syllable sayings and all this other crap you should say, what the hell does that really mean?
1: I know. You know what I'm getting real sick of? I'm getting real sick of Brandon out there talking about how these tests, they're they're now going to send out all these, these rapid antigen home tests to all these people for free. They're free. Sign up to get your free test. That drives me nuts. You know why it drives me nuts? Well, you've only said it
0: 100 times it's on the podcast. It's not free. Everybody knows.
1: It's our money paying for these tests. So tonight me and my wife were having dinner and that came on the news. And I I kind of lost a little bit. And she's like, well, I got on the website and I ordered ours. And I'm like, okay, fine. I guess you, you ordered ours. She's like, we didn't have to pay for them. I'm like, oh no, we, we paid plenty for them. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But I'm just sitting here thinking so many people think, oh, my God, it's just free. Like the government just pays for everything. It's like, no, 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 no. They're using our tax dollars to pay for this. And so if they're using our tax dollars to pay for these home tests, what then are, are they not spending money on that they should be spending money that those tax dollars on?
0: Well, on that same topic, all I said was, people at large will fight for the lowest denominator if it makes their lives easier, i.e., com- compliant with whatever mandate, right? Like it makes my life easier. How many, how many people, how many people in our lives are like, oh, it's not that I'm ungrateful that you listen to the podcast or anything else, but here's the thing, man, like. I'm just at a point in my life where if you're going to talk the talk, you walk the walk, right? Like, like, I mean, I, I talk to the boys all the time and, and you know, and I can't, I don't talk to them about this stuff, you know, that's not appropriate, but I talk to the boys all the time. And I'm like, if you're going to say something, you're going to claim you're something be about it. Like if you're about it, be about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've lost business over this last year. I've lost friends over this last year. I've had family members that I haven't talked to in the last two years because they know what my stance is on these things. Like, I'm about it. If you want to say that I haven't lost anything, then fuck you. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? And so just because I don't I – just because I don't blast it out there and I'm don't, and i not all poor me. And yeah. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming when we started this podcast. That's right. Right? But don't act like, oh, yeah, I'm – I'm all with you. Let's go to war. Like the, it's those people that you would question yourself. You're like, bro, if I put my hand, if I put my life in your hands, are you going to, are you going to handle it? Are you going to handle business? Like that's what I talk about. And I just think that that's been lost from our ancestors, our ancestors, man, like our, my, our grandfathers and our great grandfathers that had to get through the great depression. People had to literally till their own land to make ends meet or get their crop to eat for the entire year. And if you didn't, you died. You know, right. those are hard people, man. And we had the soft America episode. It's, it just continues to get softer.
1: Right. Uh, it, it does. And I think that's going to end up changing in the very near future. Oh, I do too. But, but I'm
0: just saying everybody, yeah. we want to, we want to placate to the, again, the lowest common denominator, right? We want to everybody equality in this. And it's like, you still have to put effort in like shit. Just does, doesn't make doesn't, doesn't happen.
1: Right. One, one thing on that note, and it's not on my list, but one thing that I did learn last year is people in service industry, or I shouldn't even say service industry. I mean, in general, there seems to be a a gigantic lack of customer service, customer appreciation, and this is not industry specific. This could go, uh, industry wide or, you know, worldwide, honestly. To where nobody gives a rat's ass about the level of service or the level of effort they're putting out in their respective professions, it seems like. Every once in a while, like, if we go somewhere and we get really good service, it stands out now that's like, wow, that's really good service. And we, we tip appropriately or we compliment appropriately or whatever because the majority of the service we get is shit. The reason I missed the episode last week was because I had food poisoning from shit service, shit food at a restaurant. You know what I mean? And it's like I was talking to a lady yesterday, and she said the exact same thing. She said, it it amazes me how people just basically have an attitude of, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, it just, there's no pride in your work ethic. And somehow that got lost over the last couple years. But it seemed to get exacerbated last year.
0: Oh, yeah. That's the laziness part of it.
1: Oh, yeah. Total laziness.
0: My last one, and then I actually, there was something on our Twitter page that it was on Buzzfeed. People are sharing things they don't do anymore because of COVID. And it's a reminder how much our lives have genuinely changed these past two years. Some of these are kind of funny. So, go ahead, go ahead. well, my last one was more people will seek comfort instead of truth.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. They, that that what goes is, on to the authoritarian principles and all that. Yeah.
0: Well, that, and I think that, The ostrich, right? The ostrich putting his head in the sand. Like, it's easier if I just close my eyes and I don't think about it, then it's not there. Do you have people in your life
1: going, you know what? I'm going to go wear the mask and I'm going to go get the vaccine because they're not going to force me to not live my life. I'm going to live my life. And God damn it, in order to live my life, I'm going to go take their vaccine. I'm going to go wear their face mask just so I can live my life. That drives me nuts.
0: Well, I don't really, because, but people have refrained from talking to me about these items, so.
1: I know. I might just be like a cuddly little teddy bear. might be too nice to where people tell me
0: about it. I don't I don't want to end on a negative, so I want to read this, and I think, I hope, I don't know if you saw this on my um, IG. I reposted it from Andy Frisella last night, so it might still be up there, but this is just, Uh, post he put out on his story. He likes to write a bunch of stuff on there and everybody on here knows he has the, he's one of the um, founders of first form and he runs the real AF podcast that we, both of us listen to. So from on his story, they stole two years of your life. They mentally abused the world. They ruined millions of lives. They ruined millions of businesses. They turned friends against each other. They turned families against each other. They fired millions of healthy people from their jobs. They persecuted. They segregated. They caused millions of unnecessary deaths by withholding and censoring treatments they knew worked in April of 2020, and who knows how many more with their vaccine. And you're cheering because they're now giving you your life back. This is after the UK announcement we're going to go through on the next episode. Mm -hmm. These people must be held accountable. This is crimes against humanity, and all must be held accountable. Do not forget, they all got to go. And be made an example of. All of them. It's just a matter of time before they try to do it again. How do you think these people who have been lied to, who are now afraid of the fucking air around other people, are going to readjust? Yeah, you make fun of them, but they are victims of these people who have sustained real mental problems. That's not okay. I realize most of them hate me, but I don't hate them. They have been fucking abused. What about those people?
1: Yep. Well, that's the hard part. I mean, so many people literally just like Andy said, man, they got abused and a lot of them don't really realize it, understand it. They just think, ah, it is what it is. And, you know, people are cheering right now like crazy because, oh, the UK just went and got rid of all their COVID restrictions. But it's like, okay, at the same time, the UK is doing that. Austria and France are doubling down. right? I mean, shit don't make sense. You know what I mean? So Things seem to be getting worse. All I'm telling everybody out there is don't celebrate too quickly because this whole situation is not going to be over overnight. And if it is, everybody out there should be extremely furious that after two years of your life being completely fucked with, Jim's going out of business, small entrepreneurs trying to start businesses, going out of business, getting harassed by health departments overnight. It changes. A virus doesn't disappear overnight. Okay. Nope. And so people got to really wake up. And if, if anybody's cheers that, Oh my God, all of a sudden it's over. We can go back to normal. Th- that should piss you off more than anything. I know it does me.
0: All right. I want to fly through these. Cause I don't want this one to be very long. We got a long one coming up that we got to get done. Wearing any makeup. This is the stuff that they've learned or that they did before COVID that you don't really do after COVID. Number one, wearing any makeup at this point. To be honest, <laughs> right? I I see that. Um, still going to work when you're sick because you're not too sick to work. <laughs> Sharing drinks with people. I used to never think twice about drinking after somebody. I yeah. kind of gave that up after my 20s though, bro. Like yeah. I I if I can't afford my own beer, like I don't like. <laughs> I don't need a drink out of yours. I'm not going to share a beer with you. Nope. <laughs> Blowing candles out on a cake.
1: So good. <laughs> dude. Let me tell you something before COVID that disgusts me, man. You're like, you go to a kid's birthday party and they're spitting all over the cake to get, get the candles out. And you're like, Ooh, I have a piece of cake. No, thank you. I have a two year old kids are a little, old. um, Petri dishes for viruses and shit. <laughs> when we have him blow out candles, he gets his own piece. And we preserve the rest of the cake.
0: When I was growing up, one of my stepfathers, he, his brother was mentally handicapped and he, we had to get two cakes every time because when he blew, he would do the, you know, and he put, do it with his tongue and you're just like, up oh, there you go. Um flying on. A, it says flying on an airplane is number five flew for the first time this week since 2018. Shit was weird, man. Tell you what, man, it's, it's uh contentious flying on an airplane right now. Well, I told you, I know that I'm not flying anytime soon.
1: I went on uh, two, two trips last year, both to Mexico. And me and my wife both, the last time we came back, we were like, God, we're not getting on another plane for like, it got to be six months. It was so awkward, so stuffy. People are just, people don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to anybody. It's just not a fun situation.
0: Number seven, coughing and sneezing in public. You might as well go walk
1: in oncoming traffic before you cough or sneeze in a restaurant or in a public space. You are enemy public enemy number one. If you sneeze
0: or cough in a public space right now, um, I'm not going to read this long. Reading lips essentially from wearing mask that was one. It's long. Um, going anywhere with a crowd, <laughs> like what's the max amount of people that you really roll around with? Remember, I used to go to we used to go down to like the stock shows going on right now. Yeah, we used to go down to the rodeo and stuff, man, and there'd be ten of us. You know, we'd we'd all get together and go out to dinner and have fun, and then head down there, and not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, I'm skipping some of these. Um, Going anywhere you want without thinking about it. That is 100% true for me, bro. I'll let
1: you talk, but I know for me, if I got to go run an errand, I got to like psych myself up because I know I'm not putting a face mask on. And it's like, all right, well, what am I going to get into now?
0: (laughs) What do I tell you, dude? I time up my stops when I'm coming down for the podcast because I know I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. It's an hour on the way down here, bro. Right. Either way I go. So the way I go, this is the reason why I go down 85. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but Fort Lupton essentially has services and stuff right off the highway there, but there's a gas station literally right off the highway in Platteville. I stop there every single time I'm coming down for the podcast. Did I, did I tell the vitamin shop story down here real quick, <laughs> I think so. real quick. I want to give a shout out to vitamin shop. I am not going to say where, cause I don't know what their company regulations are. Okay. But I'm going to give them a shout out in Colorado If the lady, the manager's listening, she'll know exactly who she is. So I was on my way down here to do the podcast last week. And, you know, I was a little stressed out because I had, you know, two guys coming in. I got to set up the whole thing. I got to do everything. And so, but I got really excited because there's only a couple supplement stores in Greeley and I love them. Right. And, but you know, you kind of want to have some variety sometimes. And I used to go to vitamin shop a lot, so I'm all excited and get cash out. And I'm like, I got a hundred dollars from my coach. He paid me back for something that I, you know, bought for the boys. I'm all happy. And I'm on the phone with my mom and I go, I got to stop at vitamin shop. And she goes, honey, there's Massman Days down here. Cause she knows exactly who I am. And I'm like, good Lord. Yeah, you're right. So I park in the parking lot and I'm, I talk to her for another five minutes or so. And I'm watching through the windows and there's this young lady and she keeps coming in and out of the back room and she has her mask down around her chin, but she looks like a nice person. And I've, and feel free to take this everybody out there. Cause this actually worked really well. I walked into their establishment. Nobody else is in there. Really? I think there's one other guy. I walk in, she walks out, she puts her mask up real quick. And I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I'm just gonna be totally honest with you. I'm not gonna wear that. And I'm still standing at the door. I said, I wanna be a patron of your business. I know what I want, I'm just gonna get some protein. If somebody else comes in, I'll kind of stay around the edges or in the back. You know, I'll try to stay away from them so I don't get you a complaint. She looks at me, dude, and she goes, you're my kind of guy. She goes, "What do you need?" and she pulls her mask down, and I'm like, "I'm just coming in to shop, you know." And then we ended go. up having like a 20 minute conversation, and she's yeah. she's from Louisiana and stuff. So, you know, it's I, there's ways to handle that now, you know. But I was adamant, you know. I just stepped in the doorway, she came out, and I was just like, I don't even want to. You don't want to have the confrontation, right? And I just, I'm not going to do that. I really miss greeting strangers with a quick smile. That was one of my big issues. If you go back in our episodes. I brought that up how many times I read about not being able to see people's mouths and it bothering me. Mm-hmm. Same thing, right? There's a lot of people that probably smiled at me under the stupid ass mask that I was like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. Right. You know? And it well, said- it's
1: those, it's those, uh, unsaid social cues. You know what I mean? Those, those things that we all do, the nods, you know, you give, you give somebody a quick smile and a nod, you, you know, you're friendly.
0: Uh, vaccines not being political <laughs> to say the oh, least. Oh, buddy. Their in-person work having haven't been on site since March 2020, other than picking up an ergonomic chair once we knew we weren't coming back for a long time. (laughs) These are obviously people writing in, going uh, to an empty drive-through and quickly getting fast food. That's facts. That's straight facts, dude. You uh, you got to time shit up.
1: Fast food is not fast right now.
0: Well, I would say this though, up in up in Greeley where I'm at, because we don't have a lot of dude. You're living in the land of the normal up there, bro. I love it. Uh, yeah, you are. Do you remember how excited I got when I called you and I said we found that house? Yes. <laughs> anyway, going to browse around a store for no reason. I won't go to stores anymore unless there's something in particular I need. Well, the problem with that is you go to the store, you're not going to find anything. Well, that too, but I'm just, they have a, cl- a picture of somebody buying clothing even. Yeah. Again, I don't want to deal with the hassle. If you're in a part of town that I'm expecting that to happen because if your governors and your city governments... That's not on me. That's on you, but I probably would spend whatever amount of money in a lot of stores in these different parts of town because I do like to support small business. But right. I won't go in there and take the chance. Uh, salad bars,
1: <laughs> buffets,
0: <laughs> dude. Uh. Uh, going to a hospital without a mask—that is pretty self-explanatory. Uber pools. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody riding an Ubers together anymore, huh?
1: Not, not really. No.
0: Unless you live in a in southern U.S., a handshake.
1: Right. Yeah. I was uh, doing a class yesterday. I was teaching yesterday and uh, I hadn't seen these people in a couple of years and I really enjoy teaching, uh, for this group of people. And, uh, you know, we got together and I went to go shake this guy's hand and there was this like awkward, like we both kind of stopped and we didn't know what to do. And then kind of fist bumped and I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like I lost all my social cues.
0: I'm going to leave you with this last one. Cause it is perfect. Watching movies with scenes of crowded elevators with no mask.
1: Honestly, though, that's all, I've never been one to walk into a crowded elevator. I'm, no, but I, just they, don't
0: like I, I miss it though. Yeah. Like I talk to people everywhere I go, dude. Mm-hmm. I Everywhere I go, right. I, I, I strike up conversations in the checkout aisle at Safeway. Like I don't care who you are, what you look like, any. I like I talk to everybody, right? Right, unless you're wearing a mask, <laughs> right? Did I say two words to anybody that was in the classes that I've been in with you? No that decided to wear a mask? Nope. Nope. You know why? Because it's too frustrating for me. Right. And that's just the truth. It takes me double the time to hear what the hell you want to say to me with you wearing a a mask and me not being able to see your face. I don't need... I don't want to waste that time. I'm sorry. Unless you have something really important you want to tell me, take the fucking mask off. (laughs) Right. Yep. Mic drop. I'm done. Honestly,
1: man, I think you killed it. That was all great. My whole thing, and I'll leave everybody with this. For those of you out there that sit there and, or go around and you're not going to wear a mask like we do, do, do this one thing. And this is what I've, what I've started to do. I am overly nice to people when I go to stores and stuff without a mask on, because my philosophy is if you're going to be a jerk to me, that's on you, I'm going to kill you with kindness. And if you think that you're going to be an asshole to me, then hopefully it makes you feel better, but it I'm not going to
0: turn around and be an asshole to you. No, Mike pick up, pick that mic back up real quick. No, the key is speed and first contact. Speed and first contact. Speed and first contact. Don't be shuffling your feet when you're walking in the door, looking at shit at the front thing at Walmart. That's all crap. It's always crap. Don't yeah. even look at it. Blow by that sucker. But when you're coming in the door, I found this to be about 98% accurate. If I'm moving, you know I move. I come in. When I start to hit that door, I ramp up my speed a little bit. I'm walking still, but it's a quick walk. Before the greeter can get a word out of their mouth, you greet them first as you're walking by them and you keep going fast. So I'll come in and I'll just go, hi, how are you doing today? And before they can say, good, sir, do you, I'm already gone. And I can pretend like I just don't even hear you. Right. Like that's, I mean, you don't, don't be, you know, a weirdo about it, but I mean, just go quick. You'll see them look, make eye contact with you. As soon as they make eye contact with you, Bam, hit them with it. And then you gotta jack up the speed and you gotta get past them because you gotta <laughs> act like you're deaf and you gotta just keep going. You know what I mean? Right. Mic drop. Done. <laughs> Our email uncommonpodcast at outlook.com. We're on Twitter at uncommon at uncommon PC. We got a Facebook page that is uncommon P-O-D and uh caps at the end there. So when right. you look us up, it's weird. Facebook's messing with us a little bit as we release these episodes. I think it was after the clip I posted a video clip of you ranting a little bit. Oh, you think that uh kind of shadow banned us a little bit, a little bit, but so <laughs> I'll, I'll do
1: another one just to make them happy.
0: So reach out to us guys. We want to communicate with you. And I'm being serious. When I say it, we want topic ideas, you yeah, know, that's right. um, one thing, Brett, that I'm in talks right now with another podcaster that just started last year based off of kind of seeing ours and, and just having a real big interest in it. I'm hoping I'm going to go on their podcast and try to, and we're going to talk about the Ruby Ridge incident back in the day with the FBI and everything, but mm-hmm trying to get her to come on here when she, um, she's been in a cult and, um, it, religion was all used and the whole thing. And so there's going to be some different episodes as well coming up. Oh, cool. So if people have ideas out there, please reach out to us. And I think that, uh, even Travis wants to come in for, you know, a religion episode and talk about what religion is. And he knows my stance and, you know, me and him have discussions about it and we have totally for everybody out there, we have totally different views on it for the most part. And so, yeah. um, so I think that'll be interesting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and honestly, I'll piggyback off of that if, you know, if anybody out there listening that, you know, if there's a topic that we haven't hit on, I feel like we kind of hit on a lot of the same stuff from time to time and it gets a little uh, redundant. So if you have a topic that you're like, hey, this would be a good topic, if it's just kind of off the wall, you even if you want to come in and join us, I'm more than happy to have you in. Absolutely. All right. So with that, connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Thank you, Jesus. Getter, you know, all that sort of stuff. You can email us at uh, uncomingpodcast at outlook.com. And with that, everybody, stay dangerous. See ya.